I'm still trying to go fishing. Go with Pete. I'm trying to go fishing. Where, where do you fish? Do you have a fishing pole? I have a fishing pole. I don't fish. I once talked to a guy who fishes. He's like, I have a fishing rod. I was like, he really got you. That is so funny. Like, we don't call them poles. Wait, that's and then he said, for obvious reasons. I was like, whenever I bring out a fishing pole, no one, no one thinks of stripping. All right, when you say fishing rod, it's a little bit more phallic. That's so funny. Gosh, that that intro music just picks up my mood. How it does, doing? yeah. How is everyone doing? I feel doing? really good We're now. Doing good. I'm Harrison Cover. Welcome back to Three Fish in a Percolator, a Twin Peaks podcast. I am joined by a special guest. Regular guests, recurring guests. Is it star. even special at this point? So it's you're you're Gibby you're before oh, he's no. in the opening credits. Okay. And yeah, that yeah. makes sense. So McKay Fritz is here. Say hello, McKay. I'm Gibby. Hello. I'm Gibby. <laughs> and then Gibby! I'm Gibby. Oh, it's me, Gibby. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to every time you come on you have to go Gibby. <laughs> Wait, who's who's okay, if we're all iCarly people, if I'm Gibby, who's everyone else? Brad Spencer. Yeah, I that's think that's done. obvious. I guess I'm Jeanette McCurdy and you're No, and I'm not. What's, her, what's her name? Carly. Miranda, Miranda Cosgrove. Cosgrove. I'll be I'll be actually I do I think like uh, you're no, you're Carly Miranda. for sure. This and is then, your whole deal. Hmm. Does, does that make me Jeanette? Yeah. yeah. No, no, I don't. You've got that kind of hostile energy a little You're bit. wearing a hood up right now. And I'm wearing a hoodie inside. <laughs> Making no effort. You could to... you could kick some. Who's some who's rump, like the the, the boy behind the camera? What's his name? Oh yeah. Oh Wait, I, I'm probably more like him because I'm so insecure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that, yeah, I'm sure Sam wasn't. Jeanette McCurdy was never insecure. So, yeah, yeah. You're totally off on that one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think I would Does consider it, myself his a name bit more like her. Kyle. Kyle. Oh, I call his on Paramount. Kyle? No. Nathan Cress. Freddy. 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 There's Benson? no way it's Freddy. That's yeah, weird. That's that name. sounds wrong. Freddy, yeah, that's his. That's How's he doing now? He looks like Taylor Lautner. Have you guys watched the behind the scenes of iCarly? Because I have. Ew, where the creepy ass. Dude, he's married. Paul. Oh, yeah, he's a baby, doesn't he? London Elise Cress. How old is he? I don't know, but he's actually kind of cute. He's 27. He's born in 92. You know who okay, else aged well? Me. That Lip Nicky kid. He grew up and did well. You know what I'm talking about? Dude. Like. Way to go, Nate. What? Wait. She looks like um. She looks like Blake Lively. She yeah. does look like Blake Lively. Yeah. She does, totally. She's, those eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. What the hell? Uh, Freddie from iCarly, if you're listening to this podcast, we Way all to go. say yeah, We all want to say yeah, good to job. Go. Good Thanks job. for getting out. Good job. I'm <laughs> sorry job. I had to deal with that creep and the feet and everything. Dan. Yeah. We don't Did you know that Neil Brennan worked for Dan Schneider? Who's Neil Brennan? He uh, co-created Chappelle Show. Oh. What the heck? Yeah. And apparently, anyway, yeah. He you know what would be so funny? If we got him to be on the podcast, if somehow we just, like, messaged him. <laughs> you know what would be Just, like, a so random, funny. like. Hey, guys. <laughs> so funny. No need to freak out, but we had to tell Mark Frost not to come on the podcast this week because we got because Nathan Cress in the queue. Let's go. <laughs> got a triple-A star. <laughs> That's um, so funny. This is a point that someone brought up the other day. I'm completely derailing this conversation, but. That's how this goes. Do you ever talk to an old person and realize they're still dumb? They never, what? they never, never got it. And on all their yeah. years, they're still stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy how you can be old and still dumb. Do you know it's interesting? And I, and I don't know what it is because old people using technology at first is very adorable. 
Mm-hmm. After like then two minutes, like, I'm like, like, I want to murder you. It's that actually was... really not that hard. Why? Like... Why do I get mad about it? I don't. I, I, I've, <laughs> because... I've encountered so many old people who aren't good at technology. I should have empathy by it's now. It's because but half I don't. the job, time they're right? pretending. <laughs> it's my job. Half the time they're pretending not to know because they like, want you to do, do it for them. Because they're just like, I'm old. It's the same thing when you try to explain new ideas to them or anything. They're like, I don't get any of that nonsense. It's like you're just being a jerk. Like racism. Brad's job. The reason why old people can't use computers is because they're being a jerk. Brad's job is actually he sells cryptocurrency to old folks' homes. To old people. So he, they don't he, know he that I'm screwing them over. And it's their fault that they don't know. <laughs> you should tell me no. If I'm you, telling you, you yes. <laughs> but you should say no. If you put your social security in Dogecoin and give it to me. <laughs> Although, yeah, whenever stuff like that happens, whenever you hear, like, the one chick from... Real Housewives of Salt Lake. She got arrested for like scamming like oh yeah tons of oh, old yeah. people. Whenever you hear about that stuff, it's like okay, yeah, you should be like murdered. That's like, why he's like that really sounds that, that breaks That's my heart. That's why he's yeah. an elder. Uh huh. We're not talking that old. I'm not talking that old. I'm talking like oh okay old like 60s? but not like sixties. That's an old person. Like 60s. an old person not knowing how to use a computer, they can barely put their pants on. That's fine. Yeah. But like yeah, if you're if you, once you cross that like 50, 60 line, mm-hmm. and you're on you're, your own. You could be learning more. You could be trying to understand what I'm trying to Get say to you. with it, pops. You, you just don't yeah. want to because you think I'm dumb. You bum. So Why don't you have a job? Now that you we have a five-year-old. Hated on old people. <laughs> I don't think any of them listen. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've successfully driven away all of our 60-plus <laughs> audience. No, all right. I just Someone said that. Us they're young like, folks they're like, I don't, have a good time. Somebody said to me, like, I don't know how you could get that old and still be that stupid. And I just thought that was hilarious. So I'm just kind of going off of that. That's more of an anecdote than a philosophy. It's okay. It's well, really I funny. think that'll tie into some Harold Smith energy later. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. Actually, you know who will tie into the twenty-year-olds. Is Jean Renault and what he's doing? This his old-fashioned like ideas. Twenty-year-olds that met them in the river. Oh, oh my gosh, no! This guy should be shot. Those guys would be. So they're born in. So they're twenty and ninety, or in eighty-nine. So they're born in sixty-nine. So yeah, they're in their fifties. Wow. Okay. They're crossing that line. I bet they don't know how to use computers. Okay. Freaking nerd. So, uh, yep, we're back. Twin Peaks. Um, so this episode is called the Orchid. The Orchid's Curse. Mm. Curse of the Orchid. Should be called Laura Palmer's Secret Diary, like last week's was called, because it actually had to do with it, largely. I don't think they read anything from it this week, though. They just busted it out. Yeah, but it was still yeah, more of it. true. We saw okay. it more. Okay, okay. that's, a good, that's, a, that's mm. a good defense to the writers. Also, I'm not defending last episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was nice to have a good one. Yeah. yeah it was, was refreshing. Good. It was good. Okay. This, uh, the raid of... Um, one eye Jacks. Jacks is one of my favorite scenes. Mm-hmm. That's it's really great. Really good. It's really like, great. It's like the only, well, not the only, but one of the only scenes in the show where it's like it's kind of an action sequence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, you don't get totally that is. very much in the show. No. You, we have a scene why did where he kill both. Blackie? Did we understand why he did that? Did he not want to kill Audrey? What was going on? I don't know. Was it an accident? <laughs> He was kissing her. He had blood in his mouth. That was so gross. Mm. I always assume whenever stuff like that happens is like, I didn't want to split the money. Yeah. Something yeah. stupid. Some Canadian. Um, wasn't Jacques, well, not Jacques, Jean? Jean. 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 Was Jean. not Jean also the one to, to just 
straight up shoot. Yeah, the, he shot that guy for no reason. The guy, yeah, yeah. the, the clerk for guy. no reason. Yeah, you, you said that very Emery. like poetically, like you were breaking down like a book that you'd was read. Like, was not, not John the one <laughs> who, Wait, that's so who shot him in the head for no reason? Is this not the same this John we know who treatise. said candy is candy? <laughs> <laughs> a treatise on Jean Renault in three parts. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we're not done with Jean Renault, apparently. He's out there this with is like, Hank. This is like mm-hmm. in uh, There'll Be Blood when he's yeah. talking about his brother. That he's like, it was, what oh, was his yeah. name? I can't remember. He's like, it was Jacob who found the well. Like, yeah, he's yeah. Like, that reminded me of that. Um, it was, it's Paul and Eli. Paul. It was Paul. Paul yeah. was the brother Paul. who came to me. Okay, so we're gonna head over to the um, that's such a good movie. the bookhouse real quick. If that's cool with you guys, I got a couple things I want to talk about. We good. We'll have to cut out that. Oh, no. I have a really funny story about that. I'm not going to share it there. Okay. So I got something I got to tell you guys. Okay. That I kind of told Brad a little bit this week. Um, What did you tell me? David Lynch contacted us and wants us to be in Wisteria. No. That'd be so dope. He listened to our podcast and he said, this has changed Twin Peaks for me. And I made it. No. uh, also sleeping with Cardi B. So this week, David Lynch, I'm just kidding. Wait, what? It was just a joke that we had made. I want you go further. He I had, want to explain okay, all of so this. He had. He was like, I have a big announcement to make the same day that Cardi B said she had an announcement to make. So my friend Gage was saying that he was going to be like, I'm nailing Cardi B. Like they both were going to come that out the same hilarious. day. Cardi B's like, I've been doing some crazy stuff. I've been with this man, David. Uh, her voice. I love Cardi B. I, lo- I also do. I DM'd her on Instagram. What did you say? Did you like answer? Two, nope. Oh. Two years ago. I said, hey, if you're ever... Oh, did you just get a text from me? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Cardi? Um, <laughs> Cardi. Took you so long. Stupid. Uh, I was like, anyway. I basically said, hey, if you're ever around and I put where I'm from, you uh, like feel free to hit me up if you want. Like, just, you could just, just blow me a the kiss sites. on one of your live streams or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. I do love her. Okay. Did, did any of you see that live stream? I, didn't she do a couple with Bernie Sanders? No, yeah, she supported hilarious. Bernie. She yeah, has a, yeah, yeah. She has a couple live streams where she's talking to Bernie. That's awesome. She has um, an interview with uh, John. Oh my gosh, what am I doing? The John Oliver. The Oliver. the, the John, comedian. Oh my gosh, John Mulaney. John, John Mulaney. Mulaney. Yeah, oh she yeah, was, she's talking about prom. My yeah. next yeah. one was gonna be Krasinski. John Krasinski. I'm gonna keep us rolling here. Anyways, yeah. I love the I love the non sequiturs. Uh, there's a. There's a meme account Speaking called of. the underscore cable <laughs> underscore guy, that's pretty popular. That's that a great posts, movie. Uh, it is. Posts Twin Peaks memes all the time for some reason. It's like a well-known meme account, but they just off-color just random things like that. And it, the one of that TikTok of Kyle McLaughlin watching that person make a pie made its way on there, which is it's great. really funny. How about Kyle McLaughlin being on How to with John Wilson? Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh! The only so celebrity good. to show up on that I show. Know. Okay. So, this week, or how to, which this I think this was a week ago, the New Yorker hmm. published an article. Which one? Extensive article. You're hilarious. An extensive, <laughs> like really long article called 
how the Pentagon started taking UFOs oh, seriously. Yeah. And it covers, first of all, apparently the government is supposed to release by June 1st this uh, a report on everything that the U.S. government knows about UFOs. Mm. And this entire article breaks down the history of the Pentagon and different senators like Harry Reid dealing with like evidence of UFOs and different reports that they've had, how UFOs were in the fifties and sixties, the government made the media treat them like they're silly so that people, whenever they reported them, they would feel dumb about it Mm -hmm. so that people would be reluctant to like look into it. Mm -hmm. And it, it's extensive and, Really, and it's all fact based. And it's yeah. based on it, interview all these people. So I read it, and I also recently finished the Mark Frost book, The Secret History of Twin Peaks, which was published a year before the return came out. Cool. And about seventy percent of that book is in this article. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Um, and so it's kind of weird reading it because The Secret History of Twin Peaks sets up everything that happens in the return. I gotta read that. And actually, I think if you read the Secret History of Twin Peaks and you watch the Return, I think it all makes sense pretty easily. That's cool. But um, I'll have to go that route. It's it's a pretty quick read. I read it in like two days, but um, it it was like weird reading it because it was like, oh yeah, I just read about this in Secret History of Twin Peaks. It's That's all so strange. It's exactly how Mark Frost wrote it. Because yeah. what the Secret History of Twin Peaks is basically just like a history of America tying into the Twin Peaks lore. So there's some stuff that's fictional, but Everything else is like, oh, that actually happened. I was talking to McKay about some of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so interesting. Interesting. Well, it's interesting that I propose that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, you go ahead. I was going to say, I propose that after we're done with this podcast, we do an X Files podcast. Oh, Oh my gosh. gosh. And we'll be doing that until we're 35. I know. So that would be great. There are over 200 episodes. I watched the first three seasons back when it was on Netflix. And I'm in season two right now. I know it's on Hulu. Um, It's on Hulu. Is it on Hulu? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to get Hulu. That's where I watch it. I you love. Get Hulu I, and love I, I mean, I haven't seen all of it, oh, but yeah. I love. I love what I've seen $5. so far. You can get Hulu and Spotify for five dollars. I know. I okay. Here's the thing. I'm an Apple Music guy. Oh. No. My family has Apple Music, so I have no reason to get Spotify. I understand that. That's okay. So that's I'll, why I don't I'll, have Hulu. I'll, I'll give I go on Apple time. Music um, and I'm lost. So I mean, because I'm so Spotify. So here. This okay, is so strange. Talk about 50-year-olds who don't know technology. I know. <laughs> I'm I know. so lost when I get on there. Uh, um, I, I just so white and bright. So here two strange things, and these things may not relate, but I think those a couple of things. I think in a world where people have seen so many like crazy things, movies-wise, yeah. it's fine to talk about UFOs now because it's like we're not phased by it. And no. yeah. so last night, we or two nights ago, I was like camping, kind of, and the stars wait, 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 wait. Can, can started we, we just, moving. Wait, hold on, Brad said, "quote unquote" with his hands camping, camping, because it wasn't really camping. We're sitting around a fire. You're two you're nights ago. Glamping. I was at a fire. I guess what should I? Yeah, I was at a fire. Yeah, bonfire. Sure, but it wasn't a bonfire. It was a you guys made a fire. Oh, you guys made a fire in the woods with some friends, and the stars started moving. Did you all notice it? There was a string of stars that are just going in a line across the sky and moving. And all aliens, of us just aliens, after a couple seconds aliens. are just like, this is fine. And just accepted it. Turns out that it's the like Tesla Starlink like satellite oh, string of satellites or whatever. Interesting. I didn't know that existed. 
And I was instantly just like, whatever about it. And it made me think about when Kobe Bryant died. I'm getting somewhere with this. I hope. Because Kobe Bryant's death is so bizarre and so strange and so impossible the way that it happened. Like, he's yeah. like one of the most famous people in the world dying in the most like heinous way I can possibly yeah. imagine. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I just I have to. Whenever I think about it. Yeah. What do you have I, to do when you whenever you think about it? I just. That's my. Oh, okay. That's the only way of processing it. It's I have to just be like, Meh, I. There's no. I yeah. guess that happened. It's like I don't believe that that's possible. Yeah. It's so wild. But, the assassination list I can understand because there's like political like whatever back and forth like there could oh, be a yeah, reason. Oh yeah, like why? But Kobe Bryant. No, yeah. there's no. There's, there's no, no secrets. There's no. He secrets. just blew up. It's like right, DB Cooper. And like, it's just crazy. Yeah. And so, like, I saw the stars moving, and I was like, this is, like, I'm accepting this the same way I'm accepting Kobe Bryant being dead. I was like, this McKay, is just happening. Do you right know now. why Kobe Bryant died? He died in a helicopter cr- yeah. crash, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, well, he did. Um, On the day of, like, the Oscars. Or, no, what? It was the like, Grammys. It was, like, yeah. a week was, before the pandemic weird. hit. Yeah. And, and it was also, only a little bit after he'd retired. I was just going to say. And his children. Like, also. when has there not been a celebrity death where... Or at least like a tragic celebrity death where there hasn't been a massive conspiracy theory behind That's it. That's true. I'm not saying you're wrong, Brad. I'm just yeah. saying like... But I guess I just... I can't think of anything that strange. Yeah. I can't. Like, I, I've weird. thought of like other people. I Maybe like Princess Diana. Maybe like it's just like wild that something like that would happen. It was like at the height of their fame and stuff. Yeah. Or like Buddy Holly, maybe. Yeah. And those guys, oh, yeah. you mm-hmm. know? But like... I was thinking, like, Chadwick Boseman, everybody's able to be sad about it because it makes sense. Right. It's like he had cancer. This sucks. This is sad. We can be sad. But like Kobe Bryant, it's just like... Kirk well, Douglas no, died last what? year, and I saw a National Enquirer article that was like, Kirk Douglas still alive on this island. I was like, that dude was late 90s. Yeah. Like, there's no conspiracy yeah. of him <laughs> not dying. Like, I, It's just so strange. I hadn't felt that similar of a feeling, and when I was watching those things move, it ended up just being satellites. But it was so strange to look at that I had to go to the same place in my brain that I went with Kobe Brad, Bryant. let me help you out. It's You're fine. saying Kobe Bryant was moving the stars. I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't. Oh, He's, He's not mentioning the article. Just letting you know. Sending us a um, No, but I think, Brad... I, that's you, why people you, are okay it, with UFOs. You brought up that it didn't make sense, and I feel like that's when people start to come up with theories yeah. and things is when deaths and don't no make sense. There's no reconcilable yeah. way uh, of understanding. You know, Chadwick Boseman, he had cancer. It makes sense to us, yeah. but a helicopter crash, Kobe Bryant, like, and like in the middle of- doesn't. The Chadwick so Boseman thing is like, theories. we didn't know he had cancer until he was dead. Yeah. Like, it, it mm-hmm. kind of makes me a little mad because it's like, we could have said goodbye. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I mean, I guess that like, been the, really general public, the general public has no, like, hold on saying goodbye to a celebrity. But people knew that, like, Steve Jobs had cancer before yeah. he died right like that was I'm like pretty sure yeah i yeah. They, they did here's okay so i just wanted to throw this out there one more time so it's called how the pentagon started taking the ufo seriously it was published in the new yorker um april 30th 2021 it was written by gideon lewis kraus um it's really good and uh so yeah nice all of his stuff i'm looking at his other stuff it's not all about uh UFOs. I just think one of the reasons why I think like UFO coverage would be like more normal now is just because there's so much strangeness mm-hmm. and yeah. complexity in your daily news. It's like pfft, that wouldn't oh, even yeah. phase me if I was yeah. living in like post-war fifties. I don't stuff, think people have a hard. And the craziest time thing I'm hearing that. is like no one knows where this one guy Jimmy Hoffa is, and that yeah. like broke the world for like a year. Yeah. Like I couldn't have handled hearing about an alien spaceship. But no, now it's like that in the report it talks about like different people who like are apparently like in the know. Yeah. Who talk to other people who are in the know. Mm-hmm. And like they just have like like 
like existential crisis. Because like imagine knowing that UFOs, aliens exist. They've visited here. What the hell Some people in their belief system are just like shattered. Like rege- either like just reject wholly. Like I can't. I'm not gonna. Yeah, no, that's the same. I'm that's not what gonna I'm doing. live with knowing that. I can't, I can't wrap that. my head around that. It's like um, I want to be true. I want to believe. It's like uh, I want to believe. Also, shout out to Soccer Mommy. I saw Soccer Mommy play in concert, and their walk-on their walk-on intro was the X Files theme. No way! They opened for Vampire Weekend at Red Rocks. Ah, that's like the perfect concert. I feel like. (laughs) You know what it was? So I think we're gonna go ahead and get started here. If that's okay, Brad. Have you seen Paddleton? No. Okay, I won't say. Uh, I don't like watching movies about bears. Uh, that's not what I, everybody does that. Um, we do it on purpose. There's just a us. really funny thing Ray Romano does where he's like, "I saw a guy hovered at it," and he's like, "What?" Oh he's yes, like, oh, yeah, he's the guy hovered. He's... Yeah, he like, didn't actually hover. He was on like one of those boards, but he went past a window. Just whoosh. he's like, "That could ruin your whole life if you saw someone hover." All right, we're going to get in here and uh, let's get dirty. Other movies I saw. Some Mortal Kombat. Is it good? It's so good. Really? It's everything Wait, really? you would want from a Mortal Kombat movie. Yes. It's just as ridiculous and fun as you would want. It sounds great. It's like if you played the story mode in one of those games, it's just like that. It's just ridiculous and awesome. It's so That's fun. dope. I want the first There's minutes. no one famous in it. I have HBO Max. Which is cool. Yeah, you saw it in IMAX, which was crazy. You saw Kong and, and Mr. Zilla. Zilla and, uh, also very cool. It was so fun. Did you know that? I thought it was a blast. You're the only one who thinks that's done. I'm well, sure I McKay does, it. too. But, you haven't no, seen it. I, but I just think it's like, would, I wouldn't want to see it. It was so I mean, fun. it is dumb. <laughs> it is dumb. <laughs> of course it's dumb. It's about a monkey and a lizard fighting. It's supposed to be dumb. Thank you, Jerry. Did you guys know that Godzilla's name in pop culture originally was supposed to be Mr. Zilla? That's sick. I love that. That's false. It gives them some That's not true. Mr. Zilla was denied the bank loan. Okay. Watch The Shining last night also. Anyways. Margaret Lanterman, at the beginning of this episode, said, Sometimes nature plays tricks on us, Ooh, and we imagine we are something other than what we truly are. Is this a key to life in general? Or the case of the two-headed schizophrenic? Both heads thought the other was following itself. Finally, when one head wasn't looking, the other shot the other right between the eyes, and of course, killed himself. So, dope. Yeah. Second of all, that ends abruptly before the yeah. episode. Yeah. When we watched that, it was jarring. Thought, yeah. yeah. Okay. And wa- yeah. Cooper turns off his alarm and tells Diane that he dreamt he was eating a large, tasteless gun drop, only to discover he was chewing one of his earplugs. He says he's doing 15 extra minutes of yoga in the morning to drive away the pain of his ribs from being shot. While doing a headstand, he finds Audrey's note under the bed, which says she's going to one-eyed Jack's. Yep. Any thoughts on that? It's awesome. Love you, Coop. I agree. I, I can't imagine. You've not so had a lot of Coop. I, I actively avoid talking to people Who when I've just stands. woken up. Oh, because yeah. something a complete unintelligible, uh, see, unintelligible nonsense will exit my mouth. Yeah, try being married. Do you think easy. there's some symbolism behind the gumdrop dream? Or do you think that's know. just a... I don't know. I think it was just funny. Just a funny thing. Do you think it was foreshadowing to a character that will be introduced next week? Oh, uh, uh, Nate Cope. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is why we have to have Kenna be the one who's not in the know because she makes it. She at least uh, calls us out on it. She's not polite about it. 
This has been my whole life. Little do you guys know. You really? never know Are you what's the going youngest? on your whole no. life. No, I have three older sisters, but uh, oh. not the youngest. You have three of them? Yeah. I have three older sisters, two younger sisters. I forget. Oh, but I was still bullied because I was the middle. I was still yeah. bullied. Is that why you behave like how you behave now? Yes. Um, let's I, psychoanalyze. I I'm going to talk to my therapist Kinda about this, not you. <laughs> you guys. Hawk reports to Harry that two retired school teachers live next door to the Palmer's old place. When I, when I first thought of this, I thought of two school teachers who worked together but weren't married, and they just got a house together for some reason. And then, like, while this was going, I was like, wait, no, no, they're probably just married. Like, why did I think that? When teachers um, are married, it always throws me off. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like it. Like, Even, one's, like, the PE teacher. I can't imagine like both of those math. characters interacting with each other. It just seems wrong. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like even even when like my coworkers are married or like dating, I'm like, you guys can't work together. Yeah. You can't be this here is weird. in the I same don't like area. Knowing that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I almost feel like for all the other coworkers is like, oh, okay, so like they're enjoying work more now. Yeah. I know. Like, that's not fair. You guys for are all that's, yeah, that's not fair. Be like giving each other. I'm miserable. I know you guys are going to like conversely, the maybe to, like, they're enjoying it less. I mean, oh. maybe they're just suffering. That's true. Trying to contain their lust. Like, that's true. I'm, I'm just that's like, true. I should call them. Okay, the two school teachers have no memory of a gray-haired man living next door. Lucy tells Harry that she'll be visiting her sister and her nephew for two days. Cooper tells, her, Cooper tells Harry he knows where Audrey is. Tim Pinkle explains to Bobby and Shelley the workings of a harness to move a man from bed to chair. Shelley says that the hearing for... Shelley says... I want you guys to listen to the, how the sentence is written. Yes. Shelley says that the hearing for Leo today... Period. Mm-hmm. Is for Leo today. It's just one word gone. The hearing for Leo today. They walk outside as the harness swings pinkle back and forth. They were getting steamy. Shelly. Yeah. Looks like a dime piece in this episode. Yeah, My she gosh. So She's dressed up for Leo. She's ready for his. Dang. She's ready for him to get sent to death. Yeah. Do you think she was hoping for that? Because they're getting all that stuff for him to come home. I want to so understand. Preemptive. Let's break this down. The moral dilemma of sentencing a man who did heinous things but is now disabled. I know. Mm. It's interesting. What do you do in that situation? I feel like you have to care. Someone oh, else has to care for him. I understand, but he should be in the hands of the state. That's what I'm... He like, yeah, tried to kill yeah. somebody and whatever. He shouldn't I be... Have a, I have an adverse point. Just because you were hurt doesn't There mean are places for that. That you're innocent. And Tim- like... Most of the time, you have like your own defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I think that was the state assigned defense. Right? I understand, but it would be, I guess, the responsibility of like the, the person to be. I don't know. Have you seen Cape Fear? No. It's I've seen good. Episode of Seinfeld, though. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I just want to say that Tim Pinkle when he gets on the is wagon. a character. Yeah. That guy who's selling them that thing. Oh yeah. Pinkle, 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 Pinkle. That was good. That was great. That was too much for me. He he spilled the water. Yeah, sorry. And yeah, oh, those are the Snoqualmie Falls now. (laughs) (laughs) Judge Sternwood holds court in the Roadhouse. The district attorney urges that Leland be held without bail. I want to say that. It went by really quickly. Last episode was like four hours long. Dragged on weeks. We had to take a two week break because we couldn't. (laughs) Because we just said The district attorney urges that Leland be held without bail, with Harry speaking in his defense. The judge releases Leland on his own recognizance, and Ben leaves after the ruling is announced. What does that mean? Recognizance? Yeah. No idea. It sounds cool. I don't know either, but 
Leland does not say a word in this episode, does he? Nope. No. He sits there like sits a white-haired there. man. Yeah. He still is great, though. He still uh-huh. adds a lot. Yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, His great. presence. Mm-hmm. It's Leland, like watching... Leo. Okay, so another movie I watched this week. <laughs> I watched Phantom Menace for some reason. People wanted to watch Phantom Menace. I say for some reason, but there is a reason. It's because people wanted to watch Phantom Menace. No watching Samuel Jackson right in that now. movie makes you... It completely takes you out of the movie because you're like, this man has chops... That are so much greater They're than so, most of the people that you're interacting with. But so much better than the story that he's in. Yes, and because the for some reason the the direction for most of the actors in that movie is be as deadpan as possible. Natalie yeah. Portman, great actor. Liam Neeson, great actor. Yeah. Ian McGregor, great actor. They're all flat as hell in that movie because that's what they're told to do. <gasps> yeah. And the best acting is from Samuel Jackson because he won't do it. You know what I mean? He's got too much like his flat is here. Yeah. You know? Do you think? So it's just cool. Do you think? Liam Neeson clowned with Anakin's mom. Clown. Uh, enough to steal her son. Yeah. The plot of that movie is ridiculous. I'm talking about uh, right now. I just want to talk to you about any scene that has Qui Gon. There Jinn. is tension. Yeah. Yeah. It's palpable. She's like, yeah. He I'll picks give you my her son. up and puts her on like a little ledge at one point. He does. And she looks at him like. She wishes it was. It was not the first time. Oh gosh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, Harold opens the door for Donna, okay, <laughs> who offers to share her life to be part of his living Instantly novel. puts the food away that she brings over. And he, but like, he looks at it, it and he does that Ooh. massive Ooh. inhale. <laughs> <laughs> the outside world The nose smells. inhale. I used to this like... This doesn't smell like flowers at all. <laughs> I used to like the, the idea of being a part of a living novel. I think I hate it now. Yeah. I think it's, it's actually it's gross. gross. I know it's really gross. It's a gross. Yeah, being part She's of She's like, I wanna, I'll want i share my life with you. I'll be part of your living novel. Ew. That'd Who's going to so read boring. it? No one. The other Meals on Wheels you. people? He's going to read it. If he lets her read Laura's diary. That's her stipulation. Harold says that he will... Read it to her, but he will not let her take it away. I don't know why I went to her voice just now. Not let her take it away. Harold takes a notebook and the diary out of a secret shelf. When Donna asks him to tell him about himself, Harold says he grew up in Boston. Then corrects himself to say he, to say he grew up in books. Okay, I, ah. it's, it's corny, but I love this part. <laughs> Actually, I grew up in books. You see, I've been reading for so long. Where's his Boston accent? I lived the life of Don Quixote. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. No, but like... There's some things uh, you can't get in books. That's what she says right after that. That's what she says. She she volleys right back. And then... It's a sexual thing. And then what does he say? He's like, we pretend that we can get things from people. Mickey has a point. Do I? Oh, no, uh, I was just, you know? I was going to pose a question. Yeah. Pose it. About Harold. That was the question. Does Harold get laid? Do you think? No, I think so. Do we think, think so. Harold get, gets so, laid? Well, or so he, in order to answer this question, we need to know who would be He's got a lot of letting him in there. tear, like, the the sweater that, the oh, theoretical no. sweater that, oh, the Josie. <laughs> that Josie was wearing. The Josie gown. So... Are, the only people who he interacts with are the people who bring him the seeds for his flowers and uh-huh. the Meals on Wheels people. Now, do Laura set up the Meals on Wheels program. Mm. So mm. it's fair to believe that like she's the first woman that walked into his life for a while. What yeah. a what a like catch yeah. for for yeah. Harold. Yeah, for sure. What was he doing before? Well, not showering, probably. 
Also, it needs to be noted so, that when he opens this secret drawer, there is a there's a bunch. There's a bunch of books back there. It's like reminds me of what's that girl like the the girl that lives down the street with um what's her name. Jodie Foster? Yeah. The girl who lives down, down the lane. Yeah, yeah. when there's all that those freaking dead people freaky. in her basement. Yeah. yeah. Great movie, though. That's uh, not important to the plot. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who they would be. He's not from there. Yeah. Somehow, he went outside to get to Twin Peaks from Boston, yeah. coast to coast. Right. Coast to coast. Mm. Um, so then... Uh, yeah, he grew up in books. Donna says that dreams might be real, then playfully takes a diary outside. Harold follows her, then collapses. It is horrendous. It's bad. That yeah, last part. It is. It's like he's turning into a werewolf. But instead of that, he looks he's at his hand. A... I know, he's like staring at his hand. It's just like veiny. It's like, like I'm the waiting... wolf man. It, like, it yeah. turns into like the hairy I'm one. I'm waiting for like the Spider-Man little hairs to come out of the fingers close yeah. up when he's doing that. <laughs> oh, no, I, I was, for some reason I was thinking of the Sandman. Yeah. He's like yeah. first coming out of the sand. He's like falling apart. Yeah, it's very dramatic. It would have worked well in a superhero movie is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The judge examines evidence against Leo. Leo's attorney, Jack, this judge. Jack Racine, anyway, argues that since Leo is brain dead, trying him would be a mockery. How? The crimes he committed was were done when he was fine. It would be a mockery not to carry out justice just as well. You know what I mean? To be blind. Also, if he's brain dead. Well, that's, that's what the other lawyer brings up. He's like... In his speech, where he starts to yell, he's like, "We deserve the community deserves yeah. the justice." It should just yeah. be you should just be that clear. If we're talking about something that happened, it's like you should carry it out no matter what condition this person is in. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? Well, it's like whenever they find serial killers, like decades after they were like serial killing. I guess if it's an aspect of it is that you have to find that that person is of sound mind, and you can't find that out until like retroactively until like mm-hmm. after what they've done oh, you know what I mean that's but he, okay here's so here's a problem I have know that they're saying he's brain dead yeah that means he cannot recover yeah. if you are brain dead your body's still working but your brain is well, I don't dead think, yeah I don't know if he's I think actually brain I think he's dead. not yeah, actually no, brain dead. No, I think he has no brain activity I think yeah, he's in a he's coma lower, lower he's up. not brain dead but though. Mm-hmm. that that is interesting I don't know what the the legal precedent is for speaking like of Daryl. It doesn't feel very official yeah. the way it's carried out. Yeah. Well, District, well, it's done in the roadhouse. Unfortunately, yeah. nobody here has a law the peanut degree. Yeah, I know. I wish we could land. I'm sure there's some lawyer out there who could just like He's say, right this now. is what would happen. We should get a lawyer the on the show. Law, but... hey, Marin. No, but I have a friend that just graduated from law school. Yeah, but Marin's Canadian Aren't and you... in law school. What? Is it perfect? Oh, she's married. I'm so sorry. District attorney. I'm asking di- for you. Oh. District well. attorney. Daryl Lodwick argues that he mu- they must proceed in order to give the town a sense of justice. I agree. The judge pulls Harry and Cooper aside to ask them if they think Leo is guilty and if the town needs an immediate trial. The judge concludes that he will, learn- he will deem Leo not competent to stand trial and recommend that he be sent home. Shernwood advises Cooper to keep his eyes on the woods. Leo was shot in his own house, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What? Because when they still try him for the the for the, they think he burned down the sawmill. Yeah. And Shelley so he would is go there. home, and then he would go back to court for that. Yeah. If they're if they're actually investigating that. He also tried to kill Shelley. Yeah. And their their plan is for him to go home with her. And if we know anything about Sheriff Truman, he needs to keep his mind Did off she Shelley. Tell anyone? Shelley. Keep your mind off Shelley. Did that she, she was tied up there. Yeah. Yeah, well, they knew she was. She was in the hospital. 
Remember? Catherine, her, were in the mill. That's true. Um, I just want to tell you guys that Sternwood, I remind you guys, they're drinking, and Sternwood says, look to the woods. They're wondrous yet strange. That's mm. And that will be come important important later interesting wondrous yet strange <laughs> big ed and nadine return home oh, oh good it's amazing and james is there yep james greets them that's the next line and nadine asks who he is still convinced she is in high school big ed says big ed we're jumping a couple points here but big ed says that dr jacoby is in hawaii recovering from his heart attack Len, look at your shirt I am shirt. Dr. Jacoby now. The Hawaiian shirt. The Hawaiian Nadine shirt. accidentally rips the door off the refrigerator, and then they speed it up when she lifts it above her head. <laughs> it's she incredible. She makes this grunting sound. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Ben enters his office to be met by Mr. Tojimura, accompanied by a valet, right, after being told that he was here for Louie. Like he was here by Louie. I don't know what's going on. He makes a bigger offer for the Ghostwood Development Project and says that Tokyo Bank is ready to move immediately. Tokyo Bank sounds Sounds like she's making things up. Yeah, on the spot. This person is making things up. Um, He gives Ben a check for $5 million. Ben's like, I'm down. So, you know. I'd be down too. If we know anything, Ben, girls in high school and money, you can get him to do what you want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... Hank walks down the hall of the hotel, Bobby following him, avoiding eye shot. Wait, really? Bobby was there? What was he Wait, doing? Wait, I didn't remember Follow Bobby being Bobby. there. Hank? What? Hank walks down the hall of the hotel, Bobby following him, avoiding eye shot. I, I don't remember so Bobby weird. here, but maybe I wasn't paying attention. I remember Hank following Cooper, but that's all I remember. Oh, oh totally. He, he is, is there. there. Oh, my gosh. We just yeah. didn't what? catch that. What's he do? Okay. Yeah. Oh, but it, what? It didn't, but okay, okay. But it doesn't seem like Bobby's following Hank, just no. kind of watching him. Yeah. That's have, wild. Have Bobby and Hank interacted up until this point? So in the beginning of the se- of season two, Bobby's in the uh, Double R <laughs> Diner, and Hank says something to him, and Bobby recognizes that Hank is the one who shot Leo. Oh. So he knows that Hank shot Leo. Gotcha. Um, so Bobby is probably interested in Hank for the insurance yeah. thing that oh, he's shoot. trying to get yep. get going. Exactly. That makes sense. Hank walks down the hall of the hotel, Bobby following him, avoiding eye contact. Cooper falls, playing with a duck call. Hank enters Ben's office and watches him bow goodbye to the Japanese investors. Hank warns Ben that Cooper is on his way. The receptionist announces a call from... I, wait, hold up. This is amazing. So Ben comes back in after Mr. Toshimura, and then Hank opens the door and says, Cooper's on his way, and then Ben closes the door on <laughs> Hank, and then that's face. it for Hank. That's it. So, so, so Hank showed up to the Great Northern to hide and tell in his office. Ben that Cooper was coming in? I don't know. So was Hank well, tailing Cooper? I'm assuming, well, okay, that scene we just watched, it was it was Hank, and then it was Bobby, and then you yeah. saw Cooper. So yeah. what I'm assuming is Hank was doing some sort of a stakeout, watching for Does Coop. that mean that Cooper saw okay. Hank? Because he's walking behind him. Yeah. I don't know. But, he, let's, let's, so. It won't matter later. Uh, oh, wait. 
Because who stops Hank in the Woods? Oh, it's John stops Hank in the Woods later. So it has nothing to do with Bobby no. or Cooper. No. Interesting. Well, actually, I think it maybe it ties in right here because the receptionist had announced a call from Jean Renault asking if Ben is ready to play. Ben asks to talk to Audrey. And Jean says that can wait and instructs Ben where to leave the money. Um, ben shows Cooper the briefcase of money and serialized demon denominations cooper tells ben to stay near a phone and leaves ben instructs hank to make sure cooper and the money are delivered and to bring back hadry because remember hank comes in he's like agent cooper's not gonna be coming home tonight mm -hmm. maddie and donna examine a floor plan of harold's home i have a qu quick question for you guys how the hell did Maddie and I Donna know. get a floor plan of Harold's home? <laughs> she just drew it out because she'd been in yeah, this maybe house a I'm assuming times. Donna oh. Donna had, but it's pretty it rudimentary out. from what I can tell. It looks like one of those like, you know that puzzle where you have to like shut every door by going through like all yeah. the doors and stuff. It looks mm -hmm. like one of those. Donna explains how to get Laura's diary and says she will signal with a flashlight. Donna does not do a good job, by the way. Yeah, this to tell no. Maddie where it is. And Maddie Don obviously Donna is like, yeah, screw you. Donna really you. screws this up. I feel yeah. like if Donna was less reckless in this whole yeah. ordeal, we would have avoided the tragedy that is to come. Reckless until he went to sleep stupid. or something. Or... Donna looks great with her hair down. Jeanne practices with give a her wrist some blade. Credit. Yeah, I'm trying. The, the, yeah. Jean Wait, before we move on, Donna says blade. doohickey. Yes, she does. She says there's a doohickey. doohickey on You're like, major a, turn off. A doohickey. And later on, Donna has trouble finding said, said doohickey. doohickey. Why could she just have not described? Yeah, I know. It's, I know. it's just, it's just, there's a knob. You turn that yeah. and take it out. Yeah. There it is. Doohickey. Okay. That's, that's it. We can move on. Um, she failed to remember that the only room that they were in is a room with a big, giant-ass window that yeah. looks exactly at where she was getting her to sneak in. How many people do you think are coming by trying to get those secret diaries? Mm. Why does he have them hidden? Oh, I don't know. And hidden enough that he shows them to people exactly where they are. And there's no, like, key or anything. You just have to spin this little whatever. Well, I feel like he's kind of trying to ensure them that they're like, oh, your story is safe with me. Like, right. I'm not just putting on my bookshelf. Well, I mean, I guess yeah. it, it might be a regional thing because I never grew up in books, so I don't know. Yeah, like, I didn't grow up in books, books personally. Are, it's kind of hard to know, like, what I kind went of, to public school. How you would grow up that way. You know? Yeah, him and Billie Eilish, and they live different lives. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so John practices with a wrist blade as he and Blackie eat fresh fruit. Blackie asks questions about how to make the deal work. Nancy, Blackie's sister, returns and Blackie leaves. Nancy says she has waited long enough for Blackie. Like Nancy wanted Blackie to die. There's the answer to your question. Brick. Because she wants to take over. Yeah. Okay. Well, Andy yeah. works the phones at the station, the office and his body covered with post-its. He calls for the results results of his semen analysis test. Siemens test or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. Siemens, Siemens analysis. analysis. <laughs> uh, finding that his sperm count is back up to normal. Back up to normal? He's a whole damn town. A what do you mean? He's a whole town. damn town. Oh, it is a whole damn town. So I run this damn town. <laughs> Brad, how did this how did this phone call go? Well, basically, he gets on there and he's confused because he starts whispering. <laughs> yeah, he's like. He's like he's Andy, repeating everything that like, she's saying. I'm I'm calling Andy Brennan's Siemens test, and they're yeah, like, "Sorry, what?" And he's like, "My Siemens test." <laughs> and my, uh, I'll be fair. The line between um, Hank Hill and uh, 
Andy Brennan is not that white. It, like oh, I the, know. the voice and stuff. Because Hank Hill's like, I'm calling to ask about my semen's test. It's like, <laughs> damn it, Bobby, you took the. You answered the phone call about my semen's test? So, Demons. he used to be three men on a fishing trip, and now he's a whole damn town. He's a, a whole damn, damn town. town. Um, what do you think made made that change? Oh, it was when he shot Jacques Renault. His, his <laughs> semen went through the roof. <laughs> okay. Harry and Cooper examine a floor plan of one-eyed Jack. Second floor plan mm-hmm. of the episode. Already That's a, a double. double. We I... haven't even got to that yeah. part yet. Sorry. I, what? No, nothing, nothing. You have a double? Say it. No, 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 no. Never mind. Okay. I was excited because I thought I was the only one that noticed that. <laughs> Did you notice it before? So I wrote it down. Yeah, I wrote oh, it down when I, I didn't, was I didn't notice it until we were talking right here. Oh, I didn't okay. notice. Okay, I was about to like really be smart girl. Sorry. But... You were a smart girl because none of us remembered. Yeah, you already are a smart girl. <laughs> That's a smart Thank you. girl that's alarm. The, that's a hot take. Harry and Cooper examine a floor plan of one-eyed jacks. Hawk reports that no one has seen the one-armed man at his hotel in two days. He found the same drug and describes its strange smell. So it's not heroin. I love how the protocol here is you find a drug, you smell it. Yeah. Because <laughs> that'll give it away. Uh, immediately. They're usually licking them in movies a lot, which I think is Drugs, hilarious. yeah. Like, yeah, that's Coke. I'm really high right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that would do tasting cocaine. I would I would be hilarious if someone did that in a movie. Like, they put their pinky in there and taste it. Like, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I've never tasted cocaine. I don't know why I thought that would work. <laughs> but I'm really high But I'm now. really feeling something now. But now I feel like I want to <laughs> taste a lot of things. <laughs> Hawk leaves and Cooper and Harry pl- continue to plan their oh, approach. Right. Andy calls the number where Lucy's supposed to be staying. The number is actually for an abor- abortion clinic. I love how frankly the guy answers the phone. Yeah, it's abortion clinic. It's like What's Mike's up? abortion clinic yeah. or something. Like well, it's a damn restaurant. Yo, yo, yo. The other Mike's thing, abortion, abortion clinic. clinic. Isn't it like 10 p.m. at this point? Like, it's pretty late at night. It is they really run, late. Around the clock. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a. Everything's it's like Vince Staples said. It's, it's, you know? it's a 24 yeah. hour Those need abortions. <laughs> yeah. It's, I like that. It's, uh, I just want to dance with you. A couple weeks ago, I drove by this tire place and it was like dirty mike's tires and shows him on the front with like two guns like this like he's like i don't know mike and dirty mike and the boys thanks for the f shack oh well there's that but i thought how funny it'd be if there's like a dentist like dirty mike's (laughs) dentistry wait that's and like how or no i think it's like crazy dan or something like that crazy (laughs) crazy dan Dan and dirty i'm slashing these dentist prices right in half Come get your teeth clean. How great would it be if you found out what? what I'm sorry. What? Uh, what dentist practice like are covered by my insurance? Uh, we have crazy dance and only crazy dance. Yeah, <laughs> you're like. Uh, Wait, I don't right? know how dentists. They actually, they give uh, used <laughs> inserts. Like you get used veneers. <laughs> that's someone like, else's teeth. No, but. that's like orthodontist offices yeah. where I live. I don't know about where you guys live, but they tried to Everybody's make them look so really cool. They would make one. The one you I went see. to was called Oasis, mm-hmm. and they had like like. Like the whole thing was decorated like Hawaii. You felt like you were like on a little. Why, why, why are they trying to sell they, you? You got they gave you like teeth. Lays. What do you have to sell? Because in America we've privatized medicine and made it yeah. really expensive. Oh, yeah, so true. you can do whatever the hell you want. This you want fluoride giant... has got to go. But how funny it would be if it was like, hey, you're, this is Crazy Dan's abortion clinic. What kind of do you want? That sounds like a pizza place. They ask like what your order is. Like, oh no. Okay. Um, Jerry Seinfeld had this joke about how he's like. Everyone recommends a doctor. They say, like, oh, he's great. He's great. They're never like, oh, I got a doctor. He's terrible. And he's like, and why do you need to have a doctor recommended to you? Like, hey, uh, I know Sally. Like, oh, okay. I'll give you the real medicine. (laughs) (laughs) 
okay. everybody else, I'm giving TikToks. Maddie orders a cup of coffee to go to the diner. James asks why, and Maddie leaves quickly. Maddie could have handled this better. I like yeah. how she, she was just uh, impatient. I love how she I'm doesn't sure want any of James crap. Yeah. After he saw her run after Donna and go, why? She knows why? that he doesn't love her. She's like, also, oh, crap. James follows her out and then does nothing. He follows Maddie. and It would have been funny because it's like, why? it shows like Donna with the, with the lights uh, or the flashlight. And then it shows Maddie in the woods. In the woods and then it goes further back and it shows. <laughs> it's exactly like the season one finale where they're at the gazebo and then it shows yeah. Dr. Jacoby watching them in the woods and it shows someone else and watching yeah, Dr. Yeah, Jacoby. Exactly like that. Yeah. That chokes him out. Yeah. Speaking okay. of which, also James leaves a perfectly good sandwich. Which he what is was he doing? He was eating with a fork. He was eating the sandwich with we're, the fork. We're going to assume that it was potato salad that he was eating. We're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. There was like a croissant on there, though. It could have been like a pota- It could have been like a chicken salad sandwich. And he's like eating the stuff that fell off the sandwich. Maybe he might just be thrown off because he ran into a 60-year-old high schooler today. So I'll give him a break. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he's, he's drinking hard tonight. <laughs> Maddie watches Harold's house through the, for the, it's free through coke the day at McDonald's. bushes. Free milk day at McDonald's? Free Coke day. Oh. Donna is inside giving Harold a memory. Free milk. Giving Harold a memory. Mm. That's so gross. <laughs> Wait, I'm giving you a memory. <laughs> you ain't never going to forget this. <laughs> You'll make me act up and give you a memory tonight. <laughs> make me act up. Okay. I can, about can to get traumatized. <laughs> I'm about to ruin your I life. Can, <laughs> I can confirm that I, so I've read Laura Palmer's oh. Secret Diary, and this is told from her point of view in more detail um, in the book. If that's an incentive for you to read it, kind of weird but um it's just the tip of the iceberg with that book uh sh- she and laura were 13 wearing we tight story. short skirts to you just go to watch the it you'll get it it's disgusting they met some men josh rick and tim who ah. were about 20 the girls left with rick to party laura d- danced and moved her hips donna suggested skinny dipping and laura kissed josh and rick donna swam out and tim joined her and kissed her I like it to know, note that this is actually Tim Heidecker. She never saw Tim again, but she says it was she the first time she fell in love. Eric. Harold tells her the story was beautiful. It's kind of like that scene in Persona. Mm. Yeah, you know it what really I'm talking is. About? Yeah. It's a lot like that scene in Persona. That scene is awful, though. Yeah. This it's rough to as, get through. Yeah, this is somehow not as bad. Yeah, when you and the boys are watching Persona, it gets awkward real quick. My friend watched that for the first, like they were doing a film Class. Oh, yeah, you told me about and this. And it was the first one they watched, and none, none of them had seen it. And by the next time they did that club, like, eight people showed up. And there was, like, 50 the first time. Nobody came back. And he had a teacher that, like, a year later was like, I still think about that movie. <laughs> Cooper and Harry creep toward One-Eyed Jacks. A guard smokes outside. An owl stares at Cooper and Hoots. Oof. Amazing. Yeah. They're not what they seem. Harry incapacitates the guard, and they walk inside. Incapacitates. That is... Putting it lightly. Yeah. He punches him in the gonads and then thrusts up and then gags him with a ball and puts tape over it. It seemed like it'd be funny if if Cooper's like, oh, where did you get this stuff? He's like, oh, I just always have this. Yeah. This is on me all the time. See, actually, I usually use this for something. Do you guys, I was saying, have you guys watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? like, this is is what I do with Josie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) After I rip her shawl (laughs) that she just bought so that I don't have to talk to her about where she's been. He's like, why do you think I wear, like, like cargo pants and shirt <laughs> i got my i got my tape and my he's gag like, balls he's always he's always balls. ready yeah. he never knows when josie's gonna be in the mood he's like oh okay, doesn't matter the, the pete's locked outside pete's locked hey, outside excuse me hey 
I can't fit through the window, damn it. Get the door. <laughs> Put that shawl back on. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so... That was paid for with your salary. <laughs> tools lie about the hallway, and the officers search for the right room. Tools and lie right, about, tools the about the hallway. I like I that. I love how they included that I like part. that, yeah. yeah. Uh, you think it's going to come in handy. Walking into church. Harry handy, sees... yeah. <laughs> Oh, because they're tools. <laughs> that was... <laughs> that guy here. Some guy I was so laughing because of your... <laughs> that that aggressive like, laugh. The guy in the taxi in Home Alone too. You know what I'm talking about? Jeez. Hey, much ref- better than here, kid. Your <laughs> reference bank is, is insane. Your reference bank is insane. Okay. It's true. Like, um, that's just a laugh. That's watch just a laugh. Kid. <laughs> Harry sees the backs of Jean and Blackie while the surveillance tape is paused on television. I'm like, hit your head right Blackie here. asks Jean why he likes Nancy better. Maddie continues to watch through the bushes. Harold tells Donna about raising flowers, and they kiss gently. Uh, McKay this... pointed out that in Donna's story, she talks about how Tim put his hand on her, or Tim she kissed, kissed her she kissed hand, hand. Yeah. yeah, and then kissed her, and then that's what, that's what Harold, yeah, did to her. So Which, I don't blame him for snapping the way uh, he does in a second. Right. No, but um, I think this is, for me, I feel like Harold's such a hard character to pin down because, he was raised in books. We yeah, yeah, him. he was raised in books. But I think, I think this he's is basically an alien. <laughs> right. Um, he's. He's his whole life experience seems to come just from this story as he's heard. Yeah, and I think that's what they're you know is trying to be is portrayed here. They're um you just wow I lost my train of thought completely. Um, Harold he only knows the world because of books, right? And the only, stories are being he told. Only to him. knows his yep. the only world Harold knows is through the stories that have been told to him. Yeah, and so that's like why it's so interesting that yep. His encounter with Laura was probably so formative for him in some ways because yeah. the things yeah. she told him he probably really absorbed. Well, yeah. have you seen Brigsby Bear? I haven't. It's basically Brigsby Bear. Harold's Brigsby Bear. It seems like a he's a male manipulator a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He's a nice oh, guy. He's reference he's trying to like call back to something that was that was heinous rapey. and yeah. awful. Yeah. Well, as like this I don't is know. cool. This is hot. I know that's heinous and awful, especially because it's like they were underage. But I'm they just gonna just say kind of that Donna was like told told the story with fondness. I know, yeah. but kids say things. And right. No, no, no. I, I know, I know. And also, she's just like, doing where this. are your parents? Well, actually, actually, how much do you think Donna's doing this for her own pleasure? How much is it to get this done? <laughs> how much is she doing this to, for like? For I don't fun? think she knows. It, I'm, or that's why Maddie asked her the same diary. thing. She's like, I thought you yeah. liked this guy. She's like, I, I do. I think. Well, yeah. Okay, so. I feel like a major theme for just, like, Twin Peaks in general is, like, sexual abuse. Manipulation. Yeah. <laughs> Manipulation. And the, I mean... Patty Lippins. <laughs> That's funny. Like, I think the thing with sexual abuse is you get so confused by it because mm-hmm. it can... I mean, I don't want to get into too. It can be dark. like no, you're good for you, but no. it can like sometimes people's first like sexual interactions are like right. an abusive or manipulative thing. Like your thing. body yes. can respond. It's to hard these to reconcile things. that. It's like and that's yeah. why it's yeah. so damaging. Is it's like radical and right. crazy. Exactly. Yes. So I think this Donna retelling of this scene is weird, but yeah. like it totally also makes sense, I think though. the way she tells it 
yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, because people who have been sexually abused will they won't talk about it like it Sometimes actually. People don't realize is. they're effed up. Yeah. yeah. It's like you got effed up. Yeah. Something, like, yeah. something bad happened That's to true. you. That's like, true. Mm-hmm. Donna shot first. Yeah. Okay. Um, Maddie. Do, 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 do. Okay. He leaves and Donna signals through the window with a flashlight. Did he say he's going to change? Or did we make that joke? No, I think he, he just said, like, I'm going to go like, grab something. We, we, yeah, made that yeah. joke we made that joke. Because they kissed for not that long and then. He's like, I got to go. I got to slip into something more comfortable. <laughs> Cooper continues through the hallway. He finds Nancy and forces her to take him to Audrey. Nancy pulls a knife, but Cooper anticipates this and overpowers her. If I ever did this in my life, I would be so attracted to myself in that shut moment. Up too. <laughs> he yeah, is even looking up. at her and grabs Just and grabs it. stops it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah he, he tells her to shut up because talking, he's talking about Audrey. How could you trust your death? You ever tried to like see yourself in a mirror and try to like scratch a certain region of your head where you see and something you and did. you scratch the wrong yeah. side of your face like oh I blew it I feel like if someone I was watching someone about to stab me in a mirror like reach the wrong way and then get stabbed and yes. be like damn <laughs> that's, that that's because you don't do headstand yoga in the morning that's true that might be part of it well I actually have been doing that for a long time and it hasn't helped me with any of the stabbings I've been involved in so Cooper much. carries so. Audrey away Jean kisses Blackie and kills her with the wrist blade and then sees Harry watching her. through the window and fires at him before fleeing. What was this blade with the wrist so blade? So also, he's kissing her with blood coming out of her it's mouth. Disgusting. It's yeah. repulsive. And he's like kind of like feeling it around in his mouth. Yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he licks uh, his lips. Yeah. Like, Cooper and Audrey gross. reunite with Harry but are confronted by a bodyguard with a gun. A knife is suddenly thrown into the bodyguard's back and Hawk reveals himself, commenting that Dale and Harry could not keep a secret and the f- four flee. Hawk yeah, is such an MVP. Why didn't they just involve Hawk this whole time? Hawk is so sick. Yeah, because I, I think they're kind of breaking the law. I think I think well, okay. they totally yeah. are breaking the law that, because that makes sense. they're following. Not they're doing this not as lawmen. They're doing this as bookhouse boys. Bookhouse boys. They're getting Audrey mm. because of the deal to get Audrey. Yeah. Um. And they know he's got that girlfriend that he writes poetry for they don't want to get him roped in Diane Shapiro gotcha Diane Shapiro is too important Hank calls Ben to report that the officers are leaving with Audrey just as Jean puts a knife to his neck Jean finds the prosecutor's ID in Hank's pocket and believes it's a regular knife not not his hidden blade no yeah yeah just a regular knife but uh yeah Jean thinks that Hank is the prosecutor which is fascinating like Mm -hmm. I don't understand why that's a plot point, and like, but I think it's pretty. Well, actually, I guess I don't understand why Hank took the wallet. Yeah, yeah. he saw that as a prosecutor, not M.T. Wentz. Well, maybe, maybe he took it for this very scenario that if he were to ever be caught, yeah, uh, they would think he's prosecution. Like that famous part in Jingle All the Way when yes, around surrounded by all those yes, Santas who are right. making counterfeit toys. That's right. Okay, you have been. Just dropping. Arnold Schwarzenegger dude, reaches into a bucket of badges. He likes and turns 90s around Christmas movies. So the police officers <laughs> Home and says, I've been undercover for months. You've blown it. Yes. Get this wrapped up. Get, yep. get these guys the hell that out of here. That was my favorite and reference you've escape. ever given, though. Is yeah. Jingle All the Way. Thank you. I could make more Jingle All the Way reference. I love that movie. Um, Donna tries to silently instruct Maddie to access the secret compartment while Harold gives her an orchid. I, I Also, I just want to backtrack a little bit. Donna and Harold's discussion about orchids. Uh, no, and then they're touching it. I just yeah. don't like it. What was that part called? Like the yeah, the Ludabella. It's like la- yeah. la- labellum, labellum, labellum. Yeah, Lady Labellum. Uh, Lady Labellum. He's like, this is where they did have to change their name. To Actually, Lady it'd be it'd be, it'd be oh, uh, Lady Displace Lady Labellum. 
Hey, did you get that? Wait, sorry. There's Lady, only one type. Lady Despois Labellum. Ah. Uh, en, en contra a. Uh, are you Ante suddenly... Oh, oh, like this is our Cinco de, de Mayo no, treat. No, no, senor Bowser. Maddie <laughs> finds the secret compartment, but the shelf crashes to the floor. Harold sees Maddie and grabs a sharp gardening rake. He corners the girls and tells them that... He does corner them, that's true. Tells them that Laura knew the ultimate secret. Like, the secret you, of... Are you looking for whoa, secrets? Whoa. Did, she, did he really say this? He says, are you looking what? for secrets? Laura wanted to know the ultimate secret. It says that Laura knew the ultimate secret, the secret who killed her. Is that what he said? Yeah. I don't remember that. The secret of who killed her. I don't remember that either. He cuts his face with the rake in agony as Donna and Maddie co- <laughs> cower in fear. But he already Kenna had pointed other, out that they said the, 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 f- the makeup blood on it the... touches his face before I, I thought I know, the same they didn't thing even that, cut it. Like, they yeah. didn't even cut the scene. At least they could have done. I thought the same thing that Kenna did that was like... Oh, did he already stab something? What? Oh, yeah. uh, I know. So I was like, is that a clue? It'd be no, so sad to have like a network show and there's no like real effects. No one yeah. cared, which yeah. is kind of sad. Yeah. But anyways, well, anyway, guys, there's so many people that are so passionate about that. Let's head on over to the red room. We can talk about the supernatural forces inside Twin Peaks. Peaks. We accidentally put in the disc for. Episode, disc five of the return and it was just a moon uh, and some ominous music and we were like oh music it was just like a like a drone you know it was sound? like no it was like you know, the font was different too yeah, yeah it was like a it was like mike tyson's walkout music it's just oh, like a single it. note which is he just walked out just like a <laughs> that's like what he walked out to terrifying monster yeah that's awesome Eddie Murphy has this whole bit where he talks about that. Like Mike Tyson's like, I think I'll just do one note. <laughs> what if I just walked out to just one note? I'll just wear my own shorts. That, that'd be scary. Some guy wouldn't want to fight me. I respect Mike Tyson. So there's a, he's coming for you now. So there's a, an owl. Speaking of Mike Tyson, when Donna steals the book from Harold, it made me think of when Jake Paul took Floyd Mayweather's hat. <laughs> yeah. Got your hat. I haven't heard got your hat. Got your hat. Got your hat. He keeps school, on saying probably. him. Even when he like starts punching him, he's like, got, got your hat. Jake Paul's kind of a hero for just letting, leaning in. Just being leaning horrible person exists, and letting yes, all of us hate him. That's kind of cool. He knows how to make money off of it's it. It's like, it's awesome. have you seen that video where there's, it's awesome. They're reenacting like Endgame or something at like a kid's birthday party and all the kids come up and start kicking Thanos in the head. Oh. It's like, Good for that guy for playing the bad guy and yeah. letting the kids kick him in the head. That's awesome. That's true. People, the only people watch those fights because they want to see Jake Paul get beat up. Yeah, they want to see. Yeah, him. But he yeah. keeps winning. That's uh, problem. Okay, so um, an owl watches Cooper go in to One-Eyed Jacks. Yes, they are not yes. what they seem. That's all I got for also, here. Also, uh, Andy Brennan's really... seed drastically grows overnight. <laughs> Tell us about that. His seed multiplies. But how does that happen? Oh, well, you know why. He didn't say anything funny when he shot him, except when he shot Albert Roosevelt. He said, are you okay, Sheriff Truman? He, he said, he said, Jacques Renault, you just shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Rosenflower, that's not my name. <laughs> Man, that was funny. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm a whole damn town, my Harold Smith is not inherently supernatural. No. No. A little bit, kind of. If he knows who killed Laura, but but he, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so that's know? that's interesting. Because she talks about Bob in her diary, doesn't she? Yeah. 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 
extensively, extensively in her diary. But the Laura Palmer's secret diary, the one that is like published, is her actual writing it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to spoil anything, except for the book was published before season two came out, but Bob writes in it too. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That gave me the heebie-jeebies. Uh, this is, I don't know. Well, we haven't gotten to doubles yet. Well, let's, uh, let's head out of the red room. Okay. We're just going to quickly, uh. Head on over to the Double R Diner. This was the original song that we used to go over to the Double R Diner to talk about the stuff, but we got rid of it quickly, but it's the one I saw and I hit because it's just a long intro and it never yeah. gets to the point. <laughs> I like it. So, um, the first thing we got to do before doubles, Kenneth's cute Cooper Corner. Welcome. We whisper in Kenneth's cute we, Cooper Corner. We whisper. Hey. So that's one of the cute things, is what, that what he. You, what did you think of this? He really just tells Diane about the yeah, embarrassing. Oh, you thought it was embarrassing. Um, did you? What did you think of his hair when he woke up? Kind of cute, kind of cute bedhead. Yeah, very, very cute, cute bedhead in the corner. It's cute enough for the corner. Dang. Okay. And the other thing, hold on, let me go to my notes. Yeah. That's, that's, oh, that's obviously the this. yoga. Yeah. What about punching? So that was like hot. It was less Janet? cute. Janet. She name? looked like Janet Jackson. That's why you're saying. No, Janet. no, no. Her name was. Her name is not. No, it is Nancy. Nancy. Oh she my Janet. gosh. She does look like Janet. She does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She does look like. The other thing I, I was also watched tennis, the, the cork soakers. Hey, the mic is behind yeah, you. I watched the cork soakers bit from SNL. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Janet Seth Jackson Myers. is in it. It's yeah. really funny. Anyway. He calls his yoga session his yogic discipline yeah which i love it's adorable and then the other thing that i was going to say is when they're at like that hearing at like the courthouse area mm-hmm. he just peeks his head between harry and andy when they're yeah. talking about the drawing he's just like oh yeah that was written down here andy's like working on his his drawing skills wait 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 we totally wait, forgot wait. everything about that how is andy running the front desk when he's drawing leland in court at the at the bang bang bar oh this is not mm. adding up did they leave Continuity. Together? I don't know. Well, because no, because Hank was. Tri- Hank? Yep. Maybe Harry was- Truman okay, okay. was still there. Remember, because he comes in on him when he says he's a whole damn town. Yeah, that's okay. So okay. they were all that's still later. There. Here's what I get. Here's what I'm guessing. Um, I'm guessing he's blowing it. Okay, there- like, I, I gotta say this. <laughs> no, there probably was an actual replacement for Lucy during yeah, the day. Yeah, because he was just. But he then was just he was there serving. at night. Yeah. So I'm assuming he was filling in for her. At- yeah. Are, is that the go-go girls? I don't buy go- it, but that's fine. Girls? That's what we're going to go with. What? Is that who is filling in for Lucy? Uh, a can-do that? girl. Is that the can-do can-do girl? girl. I'm so assuming guys, there was a can-do girl the can-do that we girl never filling meet. in for Lucy? Sometimes can-do girls yes. can't. can't. Sometimes can-do girls can't. So, uh, and those who can't do, we also, don't. Yeah, don't. We didn't mention that Andy was working on a shading of Leland from the back. Yeah. Hands. There's his head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just his... his cheeks so uh thank you Kenneth Q Cooper Corner you didn't have a ton to go off but you made the most of it I liked what I gave doubles McKay okay 
Well, I have one that's a pretty big stretch. And then I have another one that's more of a question. I'll start with the question first. Is there any doubles for uh, Rick, Josh, or Tim? Mm. Because I heard those names. I'm like, Rick, no. I don't know if there's anyone. Josh, no, no, Tim. Those seem like names that would have doubles. Those seem like uh, classic white boy names. Yeah, they're probably just fake names. So probably nothing. Probably doesn't mean anything. Sure it is. (laughs) Um, the other Probably one... Josh or something. Did Brad die? Are you okay? I'm just, I'm, I was thinking, I can't imagine how heinous of an existence, like, how horribly that would... If, like, I can't even think about it. Like, there's some things that... He's just, he's, he, he just thinks about Andy being if in the was, drawing. And he's just like, how... I think of, like, embarrassing even... things that I said when I was 14 and how, like... I know. Oh, that I blew it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, guess I can't what imagine that's seventh grade. Be for you. Anyhow... Um. Yeah. No, I can't think of any other Ricks, Josh, or Tim's. We we what have a double. Your, what for... was your next inquiry? That's okay. Uh, this next one, it's like I said, it's a stretch. Dude, you're gonna be over doubles from now I'm, on. You're I'm, catching a lot of I them. I know. I I and might Kenna. I might just sit out I in just the got doubles. That one. Well, um, there were two people gagged. Yeah. So in this episode, there's the, um, there's the scene where the guy, the machine malfunctions, and the guy gets hit around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was ever so slightly reminiscent of the scene where Leland lays on the coffin and it keeps oh, yeah. going up and oh down. My oh my gosh. gosh. Totally. That's cool. um, Absolutely. Like I said, it's kind of a stretch, but no. it's like a machine malfunctioning, hitting somebody. Yep. It, it, yeah. That's cool. I like that. Um, Shelly looked great. <laughs> she did. <laughs> and so and... did. Is this Harrison's Cooper. horny? Harrison's horny corner. Harrison's horny hut. Horny hut. Harrison's horny general. Wait, wait. Harrison's horny hut. Brought to you by Horns Department Store. Uh, yeah, Shelly looked great. I mm-hmm. Um, Cooper looked great. Don't. And uh... Hank looked great. Hawk. Oh Hawk. my gosh. Oh, yeah. Hawk's outfit at the end. Yeah. I need a hero. Yeah. That sounds like a very pink song. <laughs> I need a hero in the end of the night. I need a hero. So, question of the week. This is a question for everyone. It's a bit more of a discussion. Kenna, while we were watching it, mentioned that Harold Smith seems like a Nicholas Sparks character. In that, on paper <laughs> and in film, it seems well, ideal, but in in reality, is awful. I like the movie The Notebook. I just hated so much because I'm like, why are we fantasizing this guy that like honestly sexually abuses her? Like, is she, you know what I'm saying? I'm I agreeing hate, with you. And, like, a lot of his plots are, like, why are we, like, making this all romantic when it's, kind it's of really, like, a male like fantasy. that's, like, gross. Like, I wouldn't actually want a guy to to be like that. Yeah. Right. Brad. Think, yeah. Would you uh, want someone to be like that? If you came across a girl on your route that was hout and she had a living diary, would you tell her your secrets? Yeah, she'd be gross. Uh, I would. She'd probably smell really bad. Um, one of my favorite movies Shelley's of all time, thing. yes. Um, Blade Runner yeah. has a scene that is so off and so like nasty. Where he forces her to kiss him. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, this is not because dudes are gonna think that they're Harrison Ford and be like, oh, I just gotta make this person kiss yeah. me because like I'm hot or whatever. And it's like, yeesh. Who thought that this was cool? But anyways, it's okay because she's not human. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not okay. I do that to dogs. Okay, to be fair, I do that to dogs a lot where I'm like, 
please. Kiss me. Yeah. Come to me. Those are dogs, though. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> um, okay, so, second question of the week. Wait, before we move on. Yes. Um, I agree with the Nicholas Sparks thing, but it's also interesting, like, Harold never initiates, you know? That's like, true. He reciprocates, Dang. but, like, he... That's actually... Tr- that's so true. It's it always, he's not really, like... That doesn't yeah. mean that he's not manipulative. It's not... Like, no, it doesn't... I think... I think we all get creepy hate... Creep, wow. Creep, creepy vibes. vibes. We get creepy, creepy hatred for... We get creepy hatred. But, um... Yeah, he's agree, he's definitely yeah. kind of shifty. Definitely, like, she's also being manipulated. She, yeah, she is, well. she is also to make it okay. She's also being so all parties this, involved would be better off if they were more yeah. well-adjusted human beings. This episode aired in 1990. In the year 1989, a film took the independent film world by storm called Sex Lies and Videotape. Starred James Spader, Steven Soderbergh's first film he ever made. He won. The Grand Jury at Sundance and the Palm Door at the Cannes Film Festival. James the first Spader? film he ever made. Creepy dude. Yeah. James Spader plays a character who is a shut-in mm. and who, well, not a shut-in. He goes around, but he's new in town. and it's like a recluse. He has a collection of videotapes of people telling him, him their sexual experiences, usually their first sexual experience, and he just keeps those and oh he just gosh. watches them Ew. because he used to like be a womanizer, but he left that, but he still has like this appetite. and appetite. um. I, to while we were watching this episode, I was like, "Oh my gosh, he's just that character." Yeah. Except for he grew up in books. He was raised in books. I get uh-huh. to go first on favorite scene. So uh, my favorite scene is probably <laughs> the raid on One Eye Jacks mm-hmm. is awesome. It's alarming to see Cooper punch a woman in the ovaries. It sure is. And. Uh, it's extra alarming to see <laughs> um, Truman just grab a guy by his junk, <laughs> thrust upward, put a ball to gag on his mouth and tape it shut, yeah. and then lay him on the ground <laughs> like at like it was nothing. That man would go away from that being like, I need to experience this again. <laughs> Oh, oh gosh, I hope not. I well, he works at One Eye Jacks. I can't get to this level of excitement this, anymore. It's like he's like you set the bar too high, Sheriff Truman. It's like the end that, of Moonlight that, when he's like, "You were the only person who ever loved me." That quote from Community, where it's like, "I hope this doesn't awaken Waking something in me. me." Yeah. Oh my god. I, uh, I think for the time being, though, that that ruined that guy's week. Yeah. Getting oh, hit sure. like that least, there, and it'll definitely ruin his sex life. Oh yeah. Sucks. How's he gonna get back there? He's not a whole damn town anymore. No. Strangers no. going. Oh, <gasps> well, that's what we were is talking that a about. Double? No, I mentioned ah. that. <laughs> I mentioned that while watching the Wait, episode. So I was like, funny, this is the universe actually. balancing itself out. Yeah. Like that's Andy's really got funny. his sperms back, so now someone else has got to lose it. I love that's that. He got his sperms. Yeah. Truman's like Andy got something for you. right out. Discharge. It's just like an udder. Okay. Uh, favorite scene. Oh yeah, that was me. That's kind of. Mm. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Wait. That's right. <laughs> well, I will just go with. I gotta get some more character ones on there. I I will just go with the. Um... Are you looking for secrets? Would be a good one. Are you looking yeah. for secrets? <laughs> That'd be a good thing. <laughs> no, I just don't I, want. The... I was raised in. Why? Yeah. So oh, anytime yeah. anyone says something stupid, we just say why. Yeah. We need to get both of those. Yeah. No, I think <laughs> candy that... I think the scene... Ah! 
Candace. Well, it's because you guys keep talking, so I don't really know when to talk. Um, the scene where they she's trying to get the um, Laura's secret diary. Yeah. Okay. Love it. That's what I was. Gonna it's McKay's turn. I pointed at Brad, but it's really McKay's oh. turn. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Um. I. Uh, I <laughs> you're like you're like Harold looking at the at the dinner. <laughs> I like split peas. I like some 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 mildly warm meals. Oh wait, I have a quick question. Do you th- the wheels? <laughs> Do we think that Donna is still delivering to everyone else on the route, or just Harold? No, literally just him. No, I swear. He's saving all the food for herself. Fat Um. I think that makes a lot of noise. My favorite scene. <laughs> I know we kind of ragged on it a little bit, but I do like the scene between Donna and Harold. I it's well done. It's well acted. Harold's like I grew up in books yeah. and um then they go outside and Harold falls down. I think I it's mean, still, it is, it is it's a little cheesy. Tense. It, but it is, it's, it works but it's still. still. I think that's why yeah. I love Twin Peaks. Yeah, because no, like, exactly. you, you mix in the cheesiness with yeah. with the genuine uh, suspense and, and what do you emotion. get? Cream corn. And you get cream corn. You got yeah. gar, garbanzia. Garmambosia. I almost forgot about garbanzia. that. Yeah, that's what you get. Cream corn. Oh, my gosh. Um, that's, that's one hell of a magic trick. Yes. Yeah. So uh, that's that That was the garmanbosia for me. All right. Now, Brad, favorite scene. I'll say the part when, like, um, when Jean is, like, revealing his plan and he stabs the fruit. I just think it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. I love the villains in this show are so villainy. They are so villainy. Okay. Who won the episode? We start with Brad. I kind of want to say Jean Renault because this is one of Jean Renault's best episodes, and he's just really funny in this. Did you know that originally before they released the show on DVD or Blu-ray, they just released a box set of Jean Renault's best episodes? You know how like SNL does that? How funny would that be? You had to pick three episodes of a Wait, character's really best funny. run. That would be. F- we should do that. We should make that the best of Jean Renault. I love that. I'm going to go with him. We're going to have the SNL music in our do 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 like in between. <laughs> like talking heads. Yeah. Here, I want this view, the listeners back home to know that whenever Brad's not talking, and even now, he will cross both his arms on our table and then put his head down like he's he has the weight of the world on his shoulders. I'm totally listening to everything that everyone is saying. We know you are, but you always just, it's like we're all just having a good time and you're like, like okay, dead. Where are you, mister? <laughs> All right, so uh, McKay. Okay, I what think. A tease. <laughs> um, Andy for okay. me is hilarious oh, yeah. in this episode. He's great. And he really is like that scene with him on the phone is just him. Yeah, he does yeah, really yeah, yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's hilarious in that scene. So I'm gonna say. Uh, can I say two? Actually, can I no. rescind Andy? Can I rescind yeah. Andy? Take it away. I think the person who won this episode for me is Hawk. Ah, I was going to say that. Dang it. That's good. That's really good. Hawk, like... He saved the day. He really did. He did. He's just so badass in that scene. He is. He just throws that knife. Even in not that scene, like the rest of this episode, he's really yeah, cool too. Yeah, yeah. He's just, he just, just, just plays cool. it super cool this whole episode, so I'm going to say Hawk. She had a killer sweater at the end. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. MC Kenna. Well, I was going to say Hawk as well, and I think like I will stand by that. Can't I... Choose the same one. You can. Yeah. 
yeah, for those reasons that we were discussing. Yeah, um, for me, it's he Harold Smith. Brings it all around. Harold Smith oh, is is dinner and a meal. Oh answer. yeah, this, this yeah. episode. That's the correct answer. He, that is the yeah. correct answer. He act, well, act, no, not the actor, just Harold Smith. Yeah, that that he that character is off the rails. He really is. It was incredible watching him just jive. I loved it. Okay, rate the episode. So we'll start with McKenna. Wait, we started with me last week, I think. I just don't want to McKay. steal it. <laughs> we need to have like a, one of those like speaking polls that we just like rotate every week. So <laughs> we, we know like who's the first for things. Okay. Um, I'll give this one a 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10? I like it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, it was uh, thoroughly enjoyable. Not the most memorable episode in my mind, but a couple good moments. And um, entertaining the whole way through. Yeah, totally. <sighs> Brad? It's hard because there are episodes that blow me out of the water. So it's like, and I want to give respect to how much certain episodes blow me Well, away. don't yeah. be comparative. You know I mean? Just be like... Well, I, well, the reading is arbitrary. I think it's like, it's really, this is a good episode, but it's not a great episode. And I don't know how high I would need to go to leave it as a great episode. I guess the difference between like an eight and a nine is like pretty huge. Like yeah, yeah. The between like a six and a seven. Yeah, you know. So I guess I'll probably go between That's six or seven. Six so, and a half. Yeah, you want to do that? It's like great, and yeah. I, that sounds bad. But if you look at that, like what, what, like yeah, it's good. It's like three and a half stars or whatever. Two I, thumbs up, honestly. I will. <laughs> I gave it just above half, and two thumbs up. <laughs> so um, uh, six point five. Yeah, so I'll rate it. You want you want something wild right now? Eight. Wow. Nice. I really like this episode. I remember vividly I do remember from the first lot, time yeah. I rem- we watched it. I remembered the story that Donna tells because how can you not? And then I I remember that raid on One Eye Jacks like vividly. The dude setting up the chair thing at the beginning is also brilliant. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Tim Pinkle's great. For me, the reason why I give this a lower score is because not enough Cooper. Yeah. Which has been season two's problem. This whole time has been there's just not enough Cooper. Yeah. But um, because last season there's so much him investigating. Yeah. Now it's just him like on well, errands. Yeah, and it's almost like Cooper he's gotta be store. he's gotta be with somebody for yeah. him to be doing something. Like, you can tell that they're keeping him away from information or else he would solve the mystery. Right. It picks up. himself, yeah. There's a character that shows up that kind of gets things rolling again, which is good. Yeah. So for me it's an eight because I also just the rate at One Eye Jacks when he punches uh, Nancy in the ovaries is like seared in my brain. Because when Brad and I watched the first time, we screamed laughing. We did. And when he said, Are you looking for secrets? I think yeah. he laughed really hard. It was amazing. Yeah. And just all the Herald stuff, he's cheesy. It's great. He's mm-hmm. problematic, mm-hmm. I guess, maybe. We're t- Which we're, is, we're, we, 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 we have, the jury's yeah. out. The whole show is. He, yeah. But he's such a great soap opera character. Yeah, Are you great. kidding me? He's yeah. Perfect. Incredible. Harold is such a good embodiment of of the Twin Peaks characters. It's it's exactly character, that's yeah. that's a character you would only find there. Right. And but he's still a subplot character. Yeah. It, I love Harold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As far as subplots go, he's definitely I think the strongest. Yeah. So it's an eight, maybe even eight point five for me. I just cool. love it, mm-hmm. Kenna. Yeah, I was gonna say like a seven or seven point five. Yeah. But I thought this I thought that this episode was really funny. It's I laughed really funny. a lot. Yeah, we got some good, good Andy business. Well, you we also have. Judge Sternwood talking to Cooper and saying that the woods are 
wondrous and strange. Yeah, you have the owl outside of one eye. It has one all the elements in it. Right. I'm, I'm realizing as I watch this though, there is a charm that season one has that once it's mm-hmm. over, it's kind of over. Yeah. 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 And this episode also seemed like overdone, not in a bad way. It seemed overdone no, yeah. to me. There's a lot. I kind going of liked on. it. Yeah. Like, well, it's it's the problems of season two that are in all these episodes. It's too big. Yeah. Yeah. The the Tojimura stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't need that. I know. It's no. this episode feels to me like a Twin Peaks sampler. Like yeah. you yeah. get you get some of the best, you get a little bit of the not best, the, but not, you, get, yeah. you get tastes of everything. That's, that's a good. That's I it, do think it's it, the reason why that I would score it lower is I, for me it's missing some of the stuff that I love the most, which is the like when, investigation, yeah. some of the like psychological stuff. Which missing. yeah, thankfully but we can say there we're is a right lot of subplots. Like now. you're worrying about like Jean Renault has like his own motivation. He yeah. like, has to kill that lady yeah. and stuff, and there's just like a lot going on. But it's it's good. It's a lot awesome. of people complain about season two. Like mm-hmm. it's a meme in like the in the well Twin Peaks culture. We haven't entered the meme yet. No, we haven't entered the bad part yet. I mean, last mm-hmm. week was a, just a bad episode, and maybe that's why I like this one so much more because it's so sweet after having been like, oh, well, that was not good. Well, I don't think last week's episode was bad. I just think it was offensively mediocre. Be given how the rest of the show yeah. is. Yeah, going yeah. forward, we're going to like get if into. We're watching some like of an episode actual... of Suits or something. Like this would that would have been a great episode. I'm right. sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just a wild shot so out of many nowhere. So many dramas are so no, bad. We're, we're, going, we're going to get into the bad I like wearing episodes, them. but last week but was just like... They're uncomfortable and yeah. scratchy. Thankfully, when we get <laughs> into the bad episodes, we're going to we're gonna make a game of it, yeah. and it's going to be a lot of fun. I should play the Shining board game it? while we <laughs> talk <laughs> through some of those episodes. I'm so sorry That'd for That'd be hilarious. That would be funny. We watch like three fun. episodes at once, and then we just play the Shining Board game and talk through what we're doing, and then also talk about the episodes, kind of. No, awesome. we're I got a whole game that I got set up. Also, when it, in about what episode is this? This is episode five. We have about four more, five, five, four or five more that are like something like this is something's gonna happen, and we're gonna have a we're gonna have a whole episode that's not about one episode, or we're gonna have a whole podcast episode that's not about an episode for the show. That we're just gonna have a draft. And we're gonna be drafting stuff, but yeah, we're gonna have to make it fun. But thankfully, right now we're in the we're in the thick of good. Yeah, it's great. Well, guys, any last thoughts? Follow us on Instagram. Email us any questions you guys have or anything you want us to talk about. No, anything that you've anything noticed you want from us these to episodes. Stop doing. <laughs> um, <laughs> you want us to stop? Anyone you know annoyed? Uh, you want to never come back? You know? <laughs> yeah. Feel free to leave. We should have like you if you stop listening, you have to email us why. Like why? whenever Actually, you so, yeah, uns- like, subs- I love that. when you unsubscribe from like a f- subscription, like why are you leaving us? Mm. Well, uh, thanks I hope it's for something in your personal life. Being here, guys. I'm sorry to say this, but I do hope it's something bad that happened in your personal life, so that you don't feel so. Too that bad. It's not so that my fault. That's not my fault. Yeah. I can't control that because we're a perfect podcast. I didn't. I didn't kill your grandma or something. You know. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us. Uh, follow it. us around. Follow us around. Follow us on. Give us a good Literally rating on Apple me. Podcasts. Stalk me. Although right now on Apple Sneak Podcasts, up we have a me. five Tap star me on the shoulder. Rating. Put a ball in my mouth. How many? Take how many the ratings? ball into my Grab mouth. Grab my yeah. balls. Hey guys. Yeah. And harder. Hey, you know? where, are we, where are we going to talk about how many uh, viewers we had? Oh, not on air, but um, we we will <laughs> off off air. <laughs> well, well, you could not... cut this part out. Well, I, I was gonna say real quick. Follow us on Instagram. Grab our balls, tape our mouth shut with a ball inside. <laughs> I watched the sweaty balls SNL. Tear, tear our shawls. That's tear, what we tear, tear our shawls. Grab our balls. Gra- punch our ovaries. Tear our shawls and shove our that balls. That keeps it because it's a rhyme. You'll remember what we wanted you to do. 
that was all. Yeah, we we're our, the name of our show is almost Terrible Sperms. Ogly, what was it? Ogly Sperms. We should change the Ogly name sperms? of the podcast to the whole damn town. The whole damn oh, town. Flesh world. <laughs> semicolon. Some podcasts still know how business. No, no, no. Semicolon. Raised in books. Yeah. <laughs> Colon. Are you? You want? For are you looking for secrets? Colon, Lou, Lou Bella, or whatever it is. Yeah, what is, what was the, what uh, was it? The, um, labellum. Labellum, yeah. that's it. I said labium. I said labium. <laughs> and then uvula, so this is a girl's house, oh. period. <laughs> so, oh, so it's a girl Wait. house. Yeah, it's from Monster House. Yeah. Is that a joke? Well, it's probably just about, like, it, lady it, parts in general. Yeah. Like, not necessarily the clitoris, but. I, I think it's I more think it like vulva. Yeah. Yeah. Because that sounds more like. We don't talk about urethras enough. We don't.